know. It's all about the game and how you play it. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here. We get him a couple drinks, loosen him up, get him around some of these Birmingham honeys. Y'all know how the story goes. Roll Tide! Yeah, we've got the job squad here. Hello everyone and welcome to The Job Squad with me, Justin Price, and my co-host, John Robert Phillips. Oh, you didn't know? Still going strong with Still that. Still going strong. Three weeks in a um, row, baby. Yeah, three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. Even though I don't even think any of our things are posted right now. Hey. hey just it. sitting with a... <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening to this right now, you probably uh, possibly listened to one and two at the same time. Right. You're, you or you're I'm me on. and Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get this figured out. I'm gonna uh, see what I did wrong, and then we'll be rolling. So SummerSlam is this Sunday, and it is it is Friday right now. Before we could do this, so if anybody listens to this, it is gonna be very 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 last second. But hey, maybe it'll be worth it to somebody. It's pretty much uh, uh, we're pretty much SmackDown right now, just being rescripted like <laughs> at the last second. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, but we have our SummerSlam match card right here. We have all the matches that have been officially named so far. It's only 10 of them. And some really big names have been left off. And we'll get into that later. But, but Dean uh, Ambrose yeah, is really, on the card. Oh, yeah. I'm really confused about that. Like, he yeah. just disappeared. Yeah. It's like no one, no one's heard of him in months now. My fantasy dream match, Dean Ambrose versus John Moxley. I, I think, uh... I think John Moxley would win. He seems uh, like he has more of an edge on him. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to start off the SummerSlam match card with the Cruiserweight Championship because that's probably going to be the first match. <laughs> just to throw that out of the way right now. I, I don't I don't have an opinion on either of these guys, but it's Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorkin. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know this Lorkin guy. I've seen Drew Gulak just because he was on the last pay-per-view. Um, and uh, da, da. do you have anything to say about either of these people? Do you uh, watch 205 Live? I do not watch 205 Live. Uh, Oni was, has been on NXT, and he's you know good for NXT. Uh, but oh. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about either of these guys particularly now. That's why I picked the champion to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pick the champion to win too. Um, yeah, so I have Drew Gulak with a pen. Me too. Because I, it just seems it just seems most reasonable. Like I, maybe Drew Gulak does some submissions. I don't know. Yeah, but congratulations uh, WWE on making us care about two of five live. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I cared about it a little for like a few days when I was like, oh, Drake Maverick and. Mike Kanellis, you're going to have a non-sanctioned match? I should watch that, and I didn't. But 
for those few days, I was like, that sounds cool. But, um, yeah, so the way we're going to do this match card, me and JR have devised a point system on uh, what we get right and some side questions to go along with it. And we're going to add them up after the pay-per-view is over and see who is the Job Squad champ, Job Squad champion. Mm. And who's so, the Job Squad jobber? Yeah. The JSJ for short. I made that up. Yeah, but when we're the Job Squad, is that more prestigious or is being the champion better? That's a, that's a fair question. Like, as a Job Squad member, what I want to do is lose. That's mm. my job. It's a job. Mm. In the Job Squad. Well, I mean, if we win too many championships, we'll we'll have to change the podcast name. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the work squad? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That just r- rolls off the tongue. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, up next on this card, it is AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the United States Championship. Um, I... I feel like they've had a, a good enough build for this, even though like most of it has been based around them like changing the name of the club and kind of building the club up, and then Ricochet just coming in and saving them from random, saving a, a face from a random situation. But uh, it, it's been decent. It's made me like Ricochet a little more because I used to just not care about him at all. But uh, but yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't see this match really going in Ricochet's favor, especially after they put the belts on uh, on Gallows and Anderson. And yeah, they, that's my main thing. And they gave them a, a random win uh, on uh, SmackDown this week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, just the fact that they have the Raw titles and they just, like, they let Gallows do like this cool looking face paint and they're like really pushing him to be a big force in WWE if they have their main guy lose his title I don't know what their direction will be anymore <laughs> they'll, they'll yeah, I, kick him out and it'll be over already yeah and I think like having the US title with the OC especially with the where they're going hopefully where they're going with Gallows and Anderson it will make the US title more important but like if you just take it off of you just take it off of um, AJ Styles and give it to Ricochet. Like Ricochet's gonna do nothing but like wrestle Mustafa Ali with it. Like there's not gonna be no backstage yeah. segments and all <laughs> that. So like yeah. So like it'll just be uh, crapped on. Yeah. So like I love I love Ricochet uh, Prince Puma shout out. But um, I just I don't know why in the world you would give him the U.S. title. It wouldn't do any good for Ricochet. It wouldn't do any good for the OC, and it wouldn't do any good nope. for the the um uh, the U.S. title. Yeah, it'd be really confusing on what they do with it. But some side questions we have on here: Does the OC interfere? I said yes. I'd say I'd say definitely yes. Like I mean. They're, I don't think they're on the card, so they have to be involved somehow. That, yeah. That's just crazy if they're not. Um, and does AJ Styles give a low blow? Because <laughs> he seems to be into that. I said yes. I put no, even though like I kind of expect it. I don't want to. Um, like I want to. I want to go off of instinct, but deep down, I kind of maybe feel like he might. But I put no. 
And I, yeah, I have AJ Styles winning via pin because uh, I don't see him. Ah, I don't see him doing the calf crusher to make Ricochet tap out. And I feel like they wouldn't have Ricochet tap out because they still want him to look strong enough. I guess. Yeah, I have, I have AJ Styles winning uh, via pin. So, and hopefully the the finish is goofy enough that we will. <laughs> That will hate will hate the OC and will still think oh. that Ricochet can win. This is how it'll happen. Since they changed their name to the OC, a perfect person that they'll have to interfere will be OJ Ooh. and help and help help AJ Styles win. That way, they get booed even more. <laughs> there you go. And OJ Simpson is now part of the OC. Yeah, he's their manager. Yeah. Yes, please. He he wears a solid white suit mm-hmm. and sunglasses for some reason at all times. Yeah. yeah. You're great. Call us WCW. <laughs> oh. WCW? I don't, I don't uh, know. Whatever. Call us <laughs> w- <laughs> WWE? NWA? Oh, speaking of... Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that in the news. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, okay, so... Yeah, the order we're going in, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the order that the matches will be in. I just kind of put them in order in my mind of least significant to most significant, kind of. So, up next on here, we have Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. I have Charlotte um, Flair winning. I mean, I have Charlotte Flair winning by submission. Yeah. Like, this, this like, continuing, but like them continuing pushing, like, that this is uh, Trisha's last match. I don't know if they've mentioned it, but it's been around enough that it's being her last match. I don't see why we would put her over Charlotte, even though it's in Canada, which I kind of feel bad uh, for. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Canada because it's going to happen to them twice on one card. Um, I mean, no. I mean, technically it's going to happen three times. <laughs> uh, who's the third one? We'll get to we'll get to them. We'll get but to. Oh it, yeah, I happen, see it. Yeah, it's gonna happen three right. times. <laughs> it's gonna happen to them three times. Like, I've, three I've out of three. <laughs> I've enjoyed the build to this match for as for as little as they've done the uh, them being in that tag team match and not <laughs> facing each other was. Uh, was yeah, I fun. saw. Yeah, I saw that they purposely found a way to end the match before Trish ever got tagged in. Yeah. I thought that was well played because, like, you saw them out there. You wanted them to fight. Uh, something that confused me about that match, though, right, is that Becky Lynch, not Becky Lynch, um, Natalia throws on the sharpshooter, right? Canadian mm-hmm. Natalia throws on the sharpshooter, and Trish Stratus breaks it up. Oh, I know exactly what that was. I think it's because they like people at WWE have noticed that. Charlotte is slightly being cheered still, mm-hmm. and they wanted to re-emphasize that Trish is the face, and <laughs> she has to fight against the bad guy in the go-home show. <laughs> don't, don't you, I'm uh, pretty sure that's it. I, I, wish, I wish WWE, in some sense, would recognize like the reason like wrestling fans boo and cheer now is not based off of if you're a heel or you're a face. It's based off of like if you're performing good or you're performing bad. And Charlotte Flair has been killing it. Like, repeatedly mm. killing it on the mic and yeah. just in the ring. Like, that's when we cheer her because she's entertaining. Yeah. And I think there's at least one more on... The, yeah, there's one more person on this card we're going to talk about who 
He's supposed to be a heel, but he's kind of getting some big cheers. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have any side questions on this one because the build has been so short, and I don't know, like, what questions to possibly even ask. But, yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain Charlotte's going to win. If she doesn't, that's, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, um, it won't make it won't make sense to me. Just the way I filled out my card, it won't make sense to me either because uh, because of who else I have winning, and I'll explain that at the end of the card. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So we have Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt is supposed to be the Fiend. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I have Bray Wyatt winning via pin on this Whoa. one. Mm-hmm. You think yeah. you, I have him winning via submission? I think the only way he wins by submission is if he does the mandible claw to Finn and Finn taps out. But I also would consider pass out different than submission. Oh, okay, I want to change my. I want to change my uh, thing. <laughs> I don't think uh, I can see. I, I like. I I don't know why they would do the mandible claw on Kurt Angle and the mandible claw on uh, Mick Foley. And then him use Sister Abigail. Like Sister Abigail, it's like a Bray Wyatt thing, anyways. Not even though the Fiend hit it a couple weeks ago on somebody. Yeah, um, I mean he hit it on Finn Balor the first time he showed up, yeah. and uh, I think he did it to one other person. But yeah, I that's why I had him doing pin because I was like. I don't know if they'll end the match with Finn just passing out, and I really doubt they'd have him tap out to it. Like, that seems crazy. Mm. And so, in my mind, I'm like, I, I guess in some way he's going to pin him. I, I don't know how. Pin him with the mendable claw. Are we going to allow this uh, change of yours to uh, Finn passing out? Is yeah, that... let's do that. All right. <laughs> uh, so, the side questions on this one. Is there going to be a surprise appearance by the demon Finn Balor? I said no. Yeah, I put no on this too because, uh, I mean, if they haven't advertised it, usually that means that they're not going with it like they did with Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor when obviously it seemed like the demon should show up because mm. I think he won anyway, so why not? I think uh, it, there, it's rumored that Finn Balor is going to take some time off, right? Oh, that's almost like a proven thing. Yeah, so like, yeah. so like Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, or the Fiend, or whatever, puts a mandible claw on him. He passes out. Yeah, Bray Wyatt moves on to uh, a short feud with somebody. Um, oh, I, I have an idea. I have an idea of what I hope that is uh, later on. Luke Harper. Uh, no. <laughs> and then, and then Finn Balor comes back, and but Finn Balor comes back as the Demon. Yeah, I mean, I hope that happens, too. That that um, would be the best way to book it, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's guaranteed Finn Balor's taking time off. I think I saw that his wedding is during this time period. Aww. And so uh, that'll be like a honeymoon uh, period for them. And he'll lose his virginity for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> What's up, Finn? Uh, any Wyatt family help? I said, uh, this question was so weird that I just said yes to it. See, I thought about it, and I was like, I'd be like, that, that'd be crazy. Like, even though I did this before I watched SmackDown, 
Yeah. And so the weird, weird random plot twist at the end of SmackDown made me confused on if it should be yes or no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I put no anyway because I was like, I feel like they want this to be kind of straightforward, just Bray Wyatt doing it by himself mm. and maybe introduce the Wyatt family back later on if they ever do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I put no. So, uh, up next is Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg. Gosh. On Raw this week, after having weeks of Dolph Ziggler for some reason mentioning Goldberg about how uh, Goldberg's old and messes up matches, and also inter- like also having Shawn Michaels enter the mix, alluding to it being Shawn Michaels the entire time. Just to be like, you know what? Dolph Ziggler, Goldberg. During an episode of Miz TV this past week, it was a contract signing between Dolph and The Miz. And after Dolph signed it, Miz is like, oh, by the way, I don't need any more SummerSlam moments. But this guy might not have another one left. So, guess what? You're not facing me at SummerSlam. You're facing this man. And then the crowd starts saying, Goldberg. Goldberg and the Miz is like, oh, and he comes out. Well, actually, no. First, first, uh, Sean gets in his face, and he's like, "It's not me." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, it's like, oh, thanks so much. Just wasted our time, got our hopes up. Uh, so yeah, Goldberg comes out, tells uh, Ziggler he's next. Ziggler. Ziggler with his Ziggler with his little lady ponytail. Walks away all upset and then gets sweet chin music at the top of the stage by that Shawn Michaels. Was, so that was I don't know what probably my favorite part of the whole week week of week of wrestling. <laughs> I, even though I don't care for Goldberg at all, like I actually liked all this. Yeah, I, I really I really liked how they did it, and I am shocked that Goldberg had such a huge huge ovation from the crowd when he came out after the Undertaker Goldberg match. Yeah, um yeah, it was weird. Yeah, they the, seemed to have forgot fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, Crown Jewels, it was like it was over there. Weird. Is that I don't is that even part of storyline except for Shawn Michaels having a bad match? Uh I guess not. And Undertaker, retire, please. You should have retired after Brock Lesnar beat you four or five years ago now. He's never going to retire now, and I'll get into that uh, <laughs> later, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, I have Goldberg winning by pin because there's no way that they're going to do all this and to basically have this match just for the purpose of showing that Goldberg doesn't suck and that the Undertaker thing was a fluke. So they're definitely going to have Goldberg dominate this one. And they're using Ziggler as a very light guy that he can throw around easy so that he looks strong and looks like he can actually still do the jackhammer without falling down. (laughs) Go go Google uh, Dolph Ziggler taking a spear. It's like one of the most beautiful things of all time. I bet he sells it. Too much. Yeah. What I want is for um, Goldberg to get Dolph Ziggler up in Jack Hammer position and Dolph Ziggler to reverse it into the zigzag. One, two, three. I mean, right? You want to awesome, see that now? I guess. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, I guess it'd be super awesome. 
but I just don't see them letting Dolph win. It no. just doesn't make sense. No, which uh, which makes I mean maybe I don't know. Which makes even less sense. Too. Okay, I have Goldberg winning a pin, and I think this match is going to last less than a minute. Uh, I think there's going to be two moves in it: the spear and the jackhammer. And WWE is going to shoot themselves in the foot because they made Dolph Ziggler look so good by beating up Rey Mysterio and then beating Mustafa Ali. So like, like, like Dolph Ziggler like killed Mustafa Ali on SmackDown, like dominated him, right? Shinsuke Nakamura lost to Mustafa Ali two weeks ago, and he's your Intercontinental Champion, and you're going to have the Best guy of those three guys lose in a minute. On well, yeah, I mean the Intercontinental Championship's not even on SummerSlam, so I know. Yeah, they must be less than poop. It blows my mind. So now, when people see Shinsuke Nakamura, they're not going to say, "Oh, he's a really good wrestler." They're going to say he lost Mustafa Ali, who lost to Dolph Ziggler, who can't get a move in on Goldberg on SummerSlam. So, like, (laughs) not only can't get a move in on Goldberg, but can't get a move in on someone over fifty years old and hasn't wrestled in ten years. And so it's going to keep. Nope, they're about twenty years. Yeah. It's going to keep Mustafa Ali and the Intercontinental Championship and uh, uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura re- relegated to like the lower mid-card because Dolph Ziggler can't have a good match against Goldberg. If this was Yeah, that's why I feel like it'll it'll be a little longer mm-hmm. than a minute. Or at least hope so. Yeah. If this was Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler went out and had a good match against Shawn Michaels then it would make Shinsuke look better, it would make Mustafa Ali look better, it would make the Intercontinental Championship look better. I mean, but, if, Dolph, if Dolph went out there and like had an amazing match against Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. even if he lost, I'd say he deserves to have the Intercontinental Championship at least. And if he won, mm-hmm. I, would, I would say, yeah, Shawn hasn't wrestled in a while, but you know what? He needs, he needs a Universal Championship shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like... The build to Dolph Ziggler and Goldberg, like in a vacuum, is really good, and I really and I'm really excited to watch Dolph Ziggler get pummeled in less than mm-hmm. a minute. But like, but as soon as you put it into the WWE universe, the way they set it up doesn't make sense. They could have had they could have had Dolph Ziggler go out there and do the same thing he did to Mustafa Ali to Sami Zayn, and nothing would have changed. <laughs> Yeah, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's the ultimate jobber. <laughs> yeah, he should be on this podcast. Oh, you know what? You know what's crazy? Like you're t- you're talking about Rey Mysterio and Mustafa Ali. Like uh, Rey Mysterio, he should be a part of the job squad now. Like he's, I don't, I don't know if he uh, knows how to win. Really? Yeah, he took that. He took the L, uh, the the Hammerlock DDT on Raw, and then on SmackDown, he didn't even get his match started before he lost. <laughs> well, I mean the match the match on Raw, even though he lost, it was so good that it just it didn't matter about the SmackDown thing. Like it was amazing. Like he at one point he did a his slide under the rope thing where he mm-hmm. uh usually does like a, a splash on top of him. But he slid under the rope and did a power bomb to Andrade on the floor and into the barricade and I was like, Dang, that that looked freaking cool. Yeah. Did you see this match? Oh yeah, I, wa- I watched a lot of it. And and oh, okay. And running the inter- running the interference like is always good. Like 
Hills winning via interference. Like, I never have a problem with it, especially since Ray looks so good in the match. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, Ray Mysterio did like a crazy sunset bomb, and it's just crazy. I guess, I guess it's just because of how good Andrade is too that he can allow these things to happen and be pulled off. But another thing, Rey Mysterio did a moonsault off the ropes into something that the uh, the commentators referred to as the crucifix driver. And then he went and did a reverse sunset spike DDT to Andrade. That That's like the signature like thing that Andrade does as a move against him. Like That always happens in all of his matches. <laughs> but it was just so crazy. So many counters in this. Andrade tries to get Ray's mask off again, which leads to uh, Zelina interfering. And uh, Andrade gets the hammer like DDT for the win. But I would say that was possibly the best match of the week. I always I always expect Andrade not to be entertaining, and he always is. <laughs> I know. He's, and it just depends on who he's with. Like, if he's with stupid, like, Ali, probably not going to be that entertaining. He's, but... I, when I, I say entertaining, I mean he's going to be like a solid wrestler. Like I don't think I've ever seen an Andrade match and been like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You suck, Andrade. But every time he walks to the ring, I'm like, ah, oh, he's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good confidence. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see, where was I? Oh yeah, but uh, with Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg, uh. Is Dolph Ziggler's super kick going to be referred to as sweet chin music? Uh, I said yes, <laughs> if they get to it. <laughs> well, I think they will call it that in the seconds before the match is over. Yeah, so I put definitely yes. I mean, I'm hoping the match is at least like four or five minutes. Like, it doesn't have to be the best match ever. But I'm hoping it's at least four or five minutes so that both of them get in moves. It makes Goldberg look like, okay... This is just a bullcrap match. Like, this counts for something. Um, and then the next one is, is there going to be interference from anyone? I said no. Yeah, I put no too. But I also think, like, possibly for some reason they have Shawn Michaels come out. Yeah, it, I think... Because they... Or The Miz. Because, like, they're weirdly, like, intertwined in this storyline. And so I don't know if they would but i mean i guess it's possible yeah i think i think one might come out after the match if anything happens but something for interference to happen i think Dolph ziggler would have to like if for anyone to appear Dolph ziggler would have to do something besides the job that i think he's about to do <laughs> yeah i guess that's true i guess like yeah but i hope he the the big hope for me reverse the jackhammer to the zigzag pins Goldberg one two three and then he calls out Shawn Michaels and they set up a match for that that's not gonna happen but that's what I want maybe you should be booking this I should uh Bailey versus Ember Moon for the SmackDown Women's Championship I have no care at all for this uh, <laughs> I don't care about it. yeah. The only the only thing that would make this better if it was a cage match. A what match? A cage match. Cage match. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it'd be freaking awesome, but I doubt they do that. Uh, Hell in the Cell cage match, right? 
where um, where Ember Moon hits the lunar eclipse or whatever off the top of the Hell in a Cell through onto the announce table. Onto the announce table. I mean, sure. If Ember Moon is prepared to be paralyzed forever, <laughs> or I mean, dead, you got you got to do it. You got she has to do it. Um, yeah, at some Mick point. Foley took one for the team. Yeah, he took one. He did it for the boys. You know, <laughs> she can step up and be the next Mick Foley. That's not that's my call. I have Bailey winning uh, with a pin. I don't I don't care much about the match either. I did yeah, see. I'd, People what? get really upset about Ember Moon taking the loss uh, to Alexa Bliss a couple weeks ago. And they're like, you're hurting her so much. And I'm like, it was a tag team match, and she got she got duped. But I still don't, I still don't really care about this. Yeah, like, like the fact that she lost to Alexa Bliss in my mind, like, I just kind of expect it. Yeah. The thing that confuses me, Bailey came out for the save on SmackDown for Amber Moon. Yeah, I think it was a way of like, I want to preserve my opponent so that I can murder her. Yeah. Didn't she already like uh, out of nowhere hit the to Bailey to belly on her? That was like a week or two ago. Nobody well, remembers that. No one remembers that. <laughs> Which is um, the the worst finishing move of all time. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Don't you remember Santino Morella? With the snake? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't he just, like, put it on and jab them with it? Yeah. And then they fell over and that was it? Uh, yeah, okay, it's the top five worst. It's a belly-to-belly suplex. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would it, even say that Hulk Hogan's in the top five for the worst finishing move. <laughs> yup. His leg drop just killed everyone. <laughs> and himself, really, in the long run. But the question on here is, is Sasha Banks going to return during this match? I said yes. Well, uh, uh, by return during the match, I meant after the match. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, I said yes. Like, any, like does she return, like, at any point, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I want her to. But I just have a feeling that she's not, and so I put no. But, uh, yeah. So, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Yeah. I have ideas of how they're going to go with this, and so that's why I say that Shane McMahon wins. Is this a, is this a no DQ match? I don't think so. I don't think they announced I mean, it might get turned into that, but... From what I've seen, it's just a normal match, I think. I have Shane McMahon winning via pin, too. But, like, if it's a no-disqualification match, I have the perfect finish. And I've been waiting, since I was a kid, I've been waiting for something like this to happen, right? Since you were a kid? Since I was a kid, bro. Okay, and I don't think I've ever seen it happen. Shane McMahon's wrestling Kevin Owens, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Drew McIntyre. They they both strip naked. Yes. Yes, how did you know? Belly to belly each other. Belly to belly. <laughs> and then a leg drop and a, someone gets pucked in the face with us. And then no and then and then Shane puts KO in his triangle hold. Yes, please, that's what I want to see. But this would this would make the most sense, right? 
or this would make sense. Tell me how this sounds, right? Drew McIntyre runs in, right? And instead mm-hmm. of attacking Kevin Owens, he attacks Shane McMahon. <laughs> You've been wanting that to happen since you're a kid. Yes, and check this out, right? He attacks Shane McMahon. He like he does like a body slam or whatever to Shane McMahon. The ref calls a match. The ref DQs Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon's the champion. Drew and Shane celebrate together because they just commence, They just got Kevin Owens kicked out of WWE. Oh, that's what you mean by that. Yeah. I thought you were like... Face turned by Drew McIntyre. I've wanted <laughs> that since I was a kid. And I was like, okay. <laughs> huh. I mean, isn't that brilliant? Like, the bad guys that, screw over the good guy by using the rules. That that would be crazy. I feel like I've seen something like that kind of happen at a smaller scale in WWE before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, I, I put the Shane McMahon wins and, like, have KO pass out. Like, that's how I say it ends, because I doubt Kevin Owens is going to tap out, and Shane really, like, emphasized that he's using that triangle chokehold or whatever. So, I doubt that he, like, besides that, like, Shane McMahon doesn't really have a finishing move besides Coast to Coast, and I doubt that he would get the pin on Kevin Owens with that. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So I I have Shane winning via pin. Yeah, I guess it, like if he won via pin, it would have to be because there was some kind of interference, cause I, or or that he used a weapon. Like I, I don't know. So does Shane have backup? I said yes. Yeah, I put yes too because I mean obviously somebody's gonna show up. If it, it's Elias or Drew or both, uh, somebody's gonna show up and help out in some way. And I put any announce tables broken. <laughs> I said yes. I put yes too. And on this bonus point thing, I said if so, which one? I think you, you like mistook that for uh, which person backs Shane up. Ah, uh, yeah, because I put Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked at that. I was like, Drew. Oh, okay. What I meant by it Drew is will which be... announce table. <laughs> okay, I'll say Spanish. Oh, I put Spanish. <laughs> I didn't read this, uh, if that makes you feel better. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, and then I have, does KO hit at least three or more stunners? And I doesn't said no. mean it has to. Doesn't mean it has to be all on Shane. Ah, I still say no. Yeah, I still said no on that. But, I think uh, he'll get. I think he'll get the backup with one. I think he'll get Shane with one. I think he'll get the backup with one. And uh, him getting the backup with one, like it always does, will lead to the shenanigans that leads to Shane winning. Yeah, yeah. But definitely an out table is going to be broken because that's like Shane McMahon's MO. Whether it's him elbowing someone through it or them moving out of the way and him going through it, it's going to probably happen. Uh, or or like Drew McIntyre power bombing Kevin Owens through it and for some reason like it, it being okay. <laughs> like not not as a disqualification, I don't know. Might be before the match even starts. Yeah, don't know. Or Ember Moon could show up and <laughs> eclipse someone through it. Yeah, like from the lights above them. Oh, she drops please! From them. She won! Boom! Ember Moon. Like they're like, what? What is she doing? And it pans out. <laughs> it shows her just drop 
and she hits it perfectly. I don't even know how that happened, but that'd be crazy. Uh, da, 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 da. Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Ugh. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I have Becky Lynch winning. Uh, yeah, I have Becky Lynch winning. It's a submission match, by the way. So um, I'm assuming that uh, it's going to end in submission. I thought it it's wasn't the- going to be a submission match. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm confused on that whole thing, too. I think it, I had a lot to do with Natalia messing up her lines, like, two separate weeks. Natalie was, so, Natalia was like, yeah. I would challenge you to a submission match, but you I'm won't not. accept it, so I'm not gonna challenge you to a submission match. And WWE Genius. was like, I think it should be a submission match. <laughs> They're like, you know what, now that we heard it out of Natalia's mouth, you're dumb. It's gonna be, an, it's gonna be a submission <laughs> yeah. match. Uh, yeah, it's for the Raw Women's Championship, by the way, too. So, uh, if Becky Lynch doesn't win this, even though they're in Canada and that's where Natalia's from, like, if they have Natalia win this, I hope that everybody in the locker room goes out there and throws trash onto the ring. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Uh, because that'd be bullcrap. Because I don't think Natalia needs to uh, be in any matches. Because every time I've watched her during this whole build-up, first of all, she was in one of those matches a few weeks ago where everybody started booing them. Had a lot to do with Natalia being so slow at everything. And uh, even after that, like she still just seems like she is slow, so slow in the ring and so boring to watch. So she better not be the champion, or I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh. Do they use each other's finishers? Because apparently said, that, that's what they do now. <laughs> I said yes. I said yes on this too. Because they uh, really emphasized that the last time they uh, fought each other during a tag team match. They like switched it up for whatever reason. I put this question, even though it kind of seems random. I feel like Becky Lynch has done it before. Any dives through or over the ropes? I said no. I don't trust Natalie to catch someone. (laughs) Yeah, and I definitely wouldn't wouldn't uh, think to ever see her attempt it herself. That'd be insane. Yeah. So. So yeah, Um, Becky better win. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Yeah, Kofi baby. Even though I love Randy Orton, he's probably like one of my top three favorite wrestlers. I don't see any scenario where they would let him win and basically say, yeah, Kofi didn't deserve it, number one, and Randy was right all along, <laughs> and Kofi is just garbage, really. Yeah. I That's mean, really what that would say. They might be able to stretch us out and do like two or three more matches, but I really, I really think Kofi beating Randy at SummerSlam would the build, even though I disagree with the build to the match, would the build to the match make the most sense to the story? Yeah. Like, Kofi Kingston overcame the odds that he couldn't overcome 10 years ago with a Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. Does Ric Flair show up uh, in this match? I'd, I'd be very confused. Yeah, I bet everybody in WWE would be confused too. They're like, <laughs> wait, Rick, Rick, where are you woo, going? Rick, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's like, shut up! I'm on my way to the ring. I'm an ocean. I got some stuff to do. 
But, um, yeah, I have Kofi winning via pin because I don't think he has a submission, really, unless it's like a random hill lock that he only does on Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, one question I could put on here, but it won't be like a real question. Do you think Randy Orton is going to bring back his punt? No, <laughs> only if he wins. <laughs> That'd be amazing. He decides to just like switch it up and become ultra hill, kick Kofi in the head to win. Yeah. yeah. He's the champ. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what a burial. That would be the most brutal of burials. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well just not even have New Day anymore either. Yeah. And then put, <laughs> you might as well yeah, you might as well have New Day turn on Kofi after that while you're yeah. at it. <laughs> and then Sami Zayn beats someone raw. Yep. In in thirty seconds. Yep. <laughs> the via roll up. <laughs> uh, the questions on this one are: Are there going to be any announce tables used in any way? This could be just somebody taking off the top layer of it and hitting somebody with it. Uh, somebody getting put through it. Somebody just having a move like. You know how like they've had stoners on the table, even though the table didn't break or anything. I guess that would count as the announce table being used in some way. Do you think they're going to be used in any way? I said no, mostly because of the Shane McMahon match. I think I think they're going to want to save the announce table spot for Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens. Well, yeah. Also, though, I've seen where they like if it's early enough in the show when an announce table gets broken, they will they will replace it if it's a big pay per view. So I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. It's it, I, I guess it really depends on where these matches fall on the card, but these are two of the three biggest matches on the card. That's that's yeah. what I said. No, but, but I can see. But Randy Orton. Terrors up the announce table all the time. It's like the one thing he's good at. <laughs> yeah, so I could I could see uh, I could see like Randy like at least like throwing the top of the announce table at Kofi. I mean that's something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I put yes, even though I I don't know anymore. Really thinking about it, especially if I think Shane's going to use it, and also this next match we're going to talk about. I think <sighs> they might use it, so they might run out of tables, but. On here, I put yes, and any weapons used. I said no. Say for that one. I said no. Yeah, I said no on that one too. Even though, like, I could see like Randy getting frustrated, and like when the ref's not looking, like hit Kofi with a chair, and they like try to make Kofi look super strong, and so he kicks out anyway. Yeah. But I still say no on that one too. Uh wow. This uh, this last match. I really hope that it's not a fast end. I want it to be a 30-minute match. It's Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. I really hope it's a 30-minute match. (laughs) Me too. And it could have been. It would make more sense if Seth Rollins didn't get his butt kicked again last week. And delivered Uh, one of the most heartless promos I've ever seen. <laughs> no. See, like last week, you were like all on the Seth Roll- uh, Seth Rollins uh, train, saying, 
I just I feel it when he talks, and I was yeah. like, uh, he seems more like a robot. Yeah, I, <laughs> he really I just, showed his robot side today. He did. He was like, I will be at SummerSlam. I was like, yes, you will. You have a match, and and I this, will beat Brock Lesnar. I'm like, whoa, bro! You literally <laughs> had in- internal bleeding, and you just got beat up, and you sound like. <laughs> you're trying to remember your lines but not in a I have a concussion <laughs> way but like I don't want to get fired by, Vic, by Vince McMahon way it was so bad I love it. I love Seth Rollins on the Mac but this oh my god they probably so they probably told him to be extra dramatic and that's just the way he took it yeah I need to be dramatic I will beat Brock Lesnar he's like he's like I watch a lot of soap operas. I'll do that. <laughs> but I have Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins winning via pin. Whoa! Because, good gosh, if they have Brock Lesnar stay the champion after this, I'm gonna lose my mind. Because if he stays the champion after this, he's gonna have it until Survivor Series in November. Yeah, I have Brock winning via stoppage. See, I can see that happening too. Still, though, I want it to be an almost 30-minute match. I don't want it to be like five-minute match just because Brock Lesnar like busted open Seth like he did Randy. Oh, my gosh. Did you you see that match? I didn't see it when it actually happened. I've just seen like the highlights of it where he just like busts open Randy and just keeps like punching his knuckles into the hole over and over. I, I, I have a feeling this might turn into the John Cena match from SummerSlam a couple of years ago. 19 See? suplexes. Oh, uh, Seth Rollins versus John Cena? No, so no. The, oh. Uh, the, oh, oh. John Cena, Brock Lesnar one. Oh, okay. I don't think I've... Um, maybe I haven't seen that one. He hit like 19 German suplexes on him. I think I think John Cena hit his... Uh, hit his uh, whatever his finishing move is like real early in the match and then Brock Lesnar just murdered him. It's ugly. Really good match. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did not put anything to do with suplexes on these questions right here, but how many suplexes do you think Brock will hit? Twelve. <laughs> Gosh. See, that's a crazy number, but it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I think it'll be more like eight or nine, maybe. I'll say nine. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm writing this down. But, uh, yeah, that's a crazy number, but I think it'll happen. And Seth, the way he's been walking to the ring the past couple, like the past time or two. I I don't know how this match is going to last more than a few minutes. Because <laughs> he seems like a grandma walking out there. Why did he limp out there with a chair? Like, you say, why did he? Yeah, the crutches are a thing. Well, uh, yeah, but... Uh, it just made him look his, like a buffoon. His his thing is chairs. Uh. Yeah, since since he got F5'd on chairs, he's like, I want... I want to get some payback with this chair. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can't really walk right now. I'm not even going to use this chair to help me walk. I'm going to get out there, though. They should have kept him off TV. <laughs> yeah. Are there going to be any weapons used? Announce table, 
can count with and and, sh, and stairs can count with exceptions. I said no. I said yes Ooh. because I feel like Brock is gonna pick up the stairs and hit him in the face with it. That's good. I'm for it. Um, because I don't even know how they'll do it, but I feel like somehow this will get turned into like a no DQ match somehow. Um, let's see. And bonus points for each correct weapon, but you said no on that one. Yeah. That's but, why I said no. <laughs> but, yeah, so I say he's going to use the stairs, and also I think he's going to F5 him on the stairs. That's good. I'm for that. Uh, let's see. Does Seth limp like an elderly lady to the ring? I said yes. <laughs> or does he walk out there like a strong person? Uh, he limps like an elderly lady. Yeah, I think that's no doubt, especially because he got beat up even more this past week. If he was walking like an elderly lady this past week, he's he's going to be crawling to the ring this time, I guess. Um, because, like, yeah, so what you're saying is Brock... Yeah, he, he decides to come out to the ring holding a chair in his hand to confront Brock Lesnar during him and Paul Heyman's promo. And he's... I, I, do you know what I said last week about how I've heard that WWE is trying to make Seth look cool? Yeah. Did you notice how he was wearing a freaking backwards flat bill hat? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that had to have been because of that. That's he's one so of the boys. Lame. That looks so dumb. Like at first, I was like, when he first came onto the stage, it was zoomed out so far. I was like, is he wearing a hairnet? Because it didn't look like a hat. And I was like, what the heck is that? And so, yeah, he he limps all the way to the ring holding a chair, even though he he walks slower than an old lady crossing the street. He finally gets to the ring. He gets he gets in there and tries to. Tries to immediately hit Brock, and Brock just kind of swats it away, and just starts going to town. Uh, throws him like back first into the corner a few times, and um, I think he might. I think he might have hit Seth with the chair. I don't know. Did he? I don't remember. Did he F five him on a chair again? Did he do that? I don't think so. In my mind, he set the chair up and F5'd him on it again. Yes. I would never take that <laughs> I, bump. I, it's crazy. It's crazy that Seth's like, I can do it. <laughs> that blood last week might have been real, but I can do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Brock beats the crap out of him again. Not nearly as bad, but still bad enough that you're like, Seth, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> Uh, next question. Is there going to be blood? I said, is this, no, is this the second one or the third one? Um, so it was any weapons used to Seth Limp and is there going to be any blood? I said no. It's the third one. See, I would think there probably won't be, but also Brock Lesnar gets busted open more easily than anyone in WWE. Like his forehead is like a piece of paper. Yeah, <laughs> luckily for me, I don't think uh, I don't think Seth's gonna get that much offense in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Seth might cough up blood again <laughs> for all I know. Yeah, 
I mean, Brock might rip his arm off and beat him with it. You don't know. But I put yes because of that reason, because Brock bleeds really easily, even on accident. And uh, Seth coughed up blood last time, and I feel like he might this time. Uh, da, da, da. Will there be more than three successful curb stomps? I said no. I said no on that too because, like, because the only reason I put that question is during WrestleMania, Seth did like three or four to him after a low blow, though. Yeah. <laughs> to win the title. If so, Seth, I, if it happens, yeah. if Seth wins, I see him doing more than three, but I don't see Seth winning. But, I mean, also, Seth could do five curb stomps and still lose, honestly. Yeah. Well, well, I've, seen of- Brock, I've seen Brock take more than that number of finishers and still win speaking of curb stomps the uh the best uh rko i ever saw was the uh, curb stomp turned into uh the rko oh yeah freaking heck yeah it was yeah uh, what's up randy that wasn't that still when seth was a hill yeah and he was he was he had the money in the bank and it cashed in that night Oh, yeah, because that was earlier in WrestleMania when that happened, and then that's when he ran in and cashed in on Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that was, that was a crazy night. I wish I would have actually been watching wrestling when that happened and not had you just watch that WrestleMania's highlights. But last question. Will there be more than four F5s? I said yes. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy as crap. But I put no because I think there might be exactly four. Ooh. I think there'll be five F5s. That only makes sense. I mean, I can see it happening completely, but I still put no. But, dang, I I hope Seth... Well, at the same time, I want Seth to win... But at the same time, if they do keep this storyline going and they keep upping the craziness they do with Brock, then yeah, I want Brock to win. But if they do it to where Brock wins and then he does his normal thing and goes away until Survivor Series, then that's going to be annoying. Yeah. So, yeah. Whichever way in those scenarios is better. That's what I want. Uh, so, people not on the card <laughs> include... Andrade or Ray, who had a freaking fire match this week. Um, Aleister Black and Sami Zayn, who, yes, didn't care for that, but <laughs> it seemed like they've been building up Aleister Black. Like It seemed like they would have him on the card. But the reason I saw that they're not on the card is because due to... Mr. McMahon changing SmackDown completely right before the show started for the second week in a, second or third week in a row. He needed more time to fill, and so he went ahead and had that match on SmackDown on There's Tuesday. There's a thousand wrestlers in the back. <laughs> That's just what I saw. Like his news, I was like, "What? <laughs> okay, whatever." I mean, exactly. they'll probably they'll probably wrestle again in the pre-show. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know what would be good? Alistair Black versus Sami Zayn, and they're like, "Yeah, we had that scheduled for SummerSlam." He's like, "Do it now! Do it now!" Sami sucks. We don't want him on the card. Yeah, Black Mass uh, is one of my favorite finishers. Yeah, it is freaking awesome. Like, I I love it. 
It, yeah, it did. It's pretty good. It makes him look like a boss. Some other people that aren't on the card are the women tag team champions. What's up, who, Alexa Bliss? <laughs> it's Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross now because there was a four four way tag team match that apparently got turned into an elimination match at the last minute because did they advertise it that way? I don't think so. Yeah, so uh, what happened is Mandy and Sonya pin the Iconics, immediately eliminating them and immediately guaranteeing there will be new tag team champions, which I thought was crazy. Like, what the heck? Like, why not have them be like the last team? But, so then Mandy and Sonya were pinned by Asuka. Then Asuka and Kyrie Sane lost to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross with some Twisted Bliss. I'm very confused on this because they are the least tag team-like tag team out of that whole group. I thought the story that we were working towards was Alexa Bliss using Nikki Cross to get something. And that something I didn't think was the tag team titles. Yeah, I did not think that at all either. But but yeah, I did not see I did not see this be how they're doing it. But I can see them um, being close tag team champions, seeming like super good friends, even more than they are right now. Just so Alexa can finally turn on Nikki, or Nikki can turn on Alexa. Either way, to make it a little more like impactful than if it happened right now. I guess maybe is their plan. So uh, so yeah. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there are they aren't on the card, but that was something eventful that happened this week. And uh, something else eventful that happened is the twenty four seven title. Do you want to explain what happened with that? Okay, so uh, okay, so uh, Canellis, uh, what's her name? Maria. Maria Canellis. Was uh, she went to her OBGYN appointment, and Mike. And her. Yeah, first of all, first of all, let's go back to when they're in the waiting room. <laughs> that was obviously a bunch of sheets hanging up. <laughs> and they're like, yes, this is the OBGYN office. A bunch of sheets hanging up. But the actual doctor's office looked like a doctor's office room. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I thought, like, why would they not, like, film this, like... Not in like an actual OBGYN, but like an official looking building. Like they could have done that. They kind of look like they did it right before the show started. They're like, "Oh crap, what are we doing with this?" Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just upset that they didn't go with my storyline of the baby pinning Maria. Yeah, I was too. I was kind of thinking that they would have that happen like in her in her bed at home. Yeah, but my, I said. I don't know why Mike wanted to pin her. Like, is he going to get his balls back or something? I don't know. And, but he, he runs out, and R-Truth, dressed like a lady, which was amazing, uh, pretends to give birth and throws a baby at Mike Kanellis and rolls him up for the pin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and he, he... Well, first, first Mike is like, You followed us? You followed us to the OBGYN, and and Truth was like, OBG, 
OBG, why not? <laughs> and that's when he threw the baby. Yeah. And and then after he pinned him, Truth was like, Truth was like, now you got your baby and I got mine. Yeah, Man. that was yeah. Our Truth uh, getting the crappiest storylines and killing it. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah. So more more uh, shenanigans going on with that title. For some reason, Drake Maverick's like not in the storyline anymore. For now, he'll so, be back. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's actually on his honeymoon for real. But uh, so yeah, that happened. And the biggest story, I guess, that doesn't even involve SummerSlam is that. Well, first of all, Roman Reigns isn't on the SummerSlam card officially, which that seems crazy. It's freaking SummerSlam, and he's like the Golden Boy, isn't he? I thought so. Is he still beating the leukemia? Uh, pretty sure he's not. Uh, wow. Um, R.I.P. So, Roman. I mean, he's beating, like, uh, ghost people, really. That's, yeah. that's what he's dealing with. Because, uh, was it two weeks ago or last week? I guess it was either last week or two weeks ago. A bunch of shelving things fell over on him. And they confirmed, like, it was a forklift that pushed it over and the forklift driver has not been identified yet and so everybody for some reason starts saying it was Samoa Joe Michael Cole is really in, in hand, like really going along with like yes it was it was Samoa Joe that attacked him and so Roman's super mad and he is wanting to get some answers but Samoa Joe starts off Raw by, like, cutting off the Raw theme song that apparently they just now created because, like, it was a new video sequence and everything. And Samoa Joe, like, kind of gets that cut off by, like, standing on the announce table and said, Everybody, I'm shutting things down. Later tonight, I'm going to I'm gonna call out Roman Reigns to the ring, and at that point, Raw is going to be shut down because I'm demanding an apology for being accused of being the one that attacked him because it wasn't me. Did Samoa Joe have his shirt tucked in? I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe. He's like, yeah, I want to look fancy tonight. Yeah, I'm talking my Joe 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 t-shirt. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> I hope not. But, uh, so yeah, he does that. And, um... Uh, during that, like, that's when Becky Lynch, like, comes out. And I thought, like, that would have more significance. Like, she's coming out and interrupting Joe, but that just basically sent Joe to the back. And, uh... Well, that's my later on, <laughs> later on in the show, you see uh, Joe talking to a random, like, stagehand. And he's like, yeah, Roman, Roman's showing up to the building right now. And for whatever reason, Joe's like, all right, I'm going to go to the ring and stop everything right now. And goes out there and calls out Roman Reigns, calling him a coward and stuff for not coming out. But then proceeds to straight up be told that, oh, he is just now pulling into the parking lot after you've done all this for five minutes. Like, how is he supposed to walk out there if he hasn't even pulled into the parking lot yet? So, that seemed a little off. 
So he's like, okay. This late for work. Oh heck yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna show up like ten minutes till. And well, no, what? It was probably about halfway, right? Yeah. But uh, so he says, okay, I'm gonna meet Roman in the parking lot, and so he goes walking out there, and he's like. He's like, Roman, where are you? Oh, okay, I think that's his car right now. Walks over there, and as soon as Roman's car is pulling into the parking lot, for some reason, Roman's driving himself to the the stadium. First of all, that's a little weird. Um, he is pulling down this little, like, ramp into the garage, and all of a sudden, a car comes out of nowhere and, like, lightly bumps the back end. Well, no, no, no. What happened is he parked his car... And him and Samoa Joe start yelling at each other. And Roman is mad at Samoa Joe because he's positive that it's him. Samoa Joe's mad because he demands an apology because he knows it's not him. At that moment, Roman turns and jumps, like dives back into the car. And that's when all of a sudden a car rams into it. And it's sitting there for like a whole minute before it eventually backs up and speeds away. But... Samoa Joe at this point takes a face turn? Yeah, he starts helping him out. <laughs> he goes running over there like he's a concerned friend. The guy who basically, basically threatened to injure AJ Styles' kids in their sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so and do, a good guy now. And do things to AJ's wife. But now he's concerned about Roman. What? <laughs> like, if this isn't a face turn, I don't know how he's going to get back from this. Unless it's, somehow it ends up being him, even though we watched a car hit him. Yep. So, uh, yeah, he's sitting there. He's, like, checking on Roman. keeps telling him to stay down so he doesn't get hurt. And... Um, Roman just ignores that and slowly gets up anyway. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you, you see Joe leave to go get help. And then you see Triple H show up, and he's, like, consoling Roman. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, later on in the show, Roman confronts Buddy Murphy. Or, no, maybe it's... Is this SmackDown that he does this? I think it was SmackDown, but nonetheless, it was a, an amazing segment. The Buddy Murphy one? Yes. Yeah, so Roman, like, goes into the locker room and makes everyone leave for whatever reason. (laughs) Like, completely clears it out and starts yelling at Buddy Murphy, saying that he's the one that did it. They saw him backstage, blah, blah, blah. Buddy Murphy just starts talking crap about Roman, about how it wasn't him, right? Is that what he does? Yeah. And he's like, if I knew, I wouldn't tell you. But he said it in, like, a (laughs) Canadian accent or whatever. Yeah, and then, then did like Roman grab him or something? Like what happened? Yeah, make him say something. He like threw him onto a table and took him off the table and punched him a couple of times and pressed him up against the wall. Yeah, and at that point he reveals it was Rowan. What? <laughs> what? How anticlimactic could it be, Rowan? And at this point, like Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Just got done having a tag team match, and they're standing in the ring, like watching this on the jumbotron. And SmackDown ends the go home show for SummerSlam 
with Rowan and Daniel Bryan just kind of looking at each other like, what? We've been we've been had. <laughs> so I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know if they're being honest with it. I don't know if it was Rowan or not. Like, I, I, I don't I don't know. So, I hope that uh, I hope Samoa Joe paid Rowan to do it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, actually, who would you rather it have been? Uh, if you had to pick somebody for it to be, like, who would you want it to be? Out of everyone. Not Shane McMahon. Uh, no. Uh, then, I mean, Daniel Bryan would be a good, that would be a good feud. I'm still wanting to know what his announcement is, because they just ignored that. What about if it was all of 205 Live? <laughs> They're all, like, one by one, gonna do something to Roman. Yeah, gauntlet match. I don't, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be kind of lame. John Moxley. Oh, John Moxley. That would be legit. <laughs> or, or, could always be CM Punk. Oh my gosh, he's trying to kill wrestling. That'd be awesome. That'd um, be awesome if it's revealed to be CM Punk. And then, huh. <laughs> that would be a great way to get him back in, is to have him start a feud with Roman Reigns. Perfect. Come on, CM. Heck yes. I hope that's what happened. And even if, like, he wasn't really the one doing it, like, hopefully he'll agree to the storyline and then <laughs> sign a contract and be like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> I did Look it at this for the footage. rock. And it's obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did it for the rock. <laughs> so dumb. All right, well, that's all we have for the prediction for SummerSlam 2019. Oh! Never, I got it. Um, it is the Fiend did it. Uh, Eric Rowan comes back. SummerSlam, because we said I said a white family person is going to show up. The Fiend. Uh, then we had the Fiend versus um, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Maybe, but then you'd just be burying the Fiend. Uh, it's Bray Wyatt. That's what they do with him. Well, they don't need to, so that doesn't need to happen. Like, <laughs> no. Bray Wyatt needs to keep facing people who'll beat, not Roman Reigns, because <laughs> apparently he wins. Um, okay, so, on to news slash rumors or predictions or whatever. My first thing I have is WWE 2K20, the cover was released last week, and also the promo video for it. And... Uh, it has Becky Lynch on the front of it with Roman Reigns kind of slightly behind her, like, looking around. And uh, the game comes out in October. And uh looked pretty cool. I don't know if I'll get it because I got the last game, and it got old kind of fast. The last game but, sucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, the, cover, the cover was cool, I guess. I guess Roman's on it just because he had cancer. He beat cancer. Um, for any other reason, he should not be on it. But, uh, so yeah, that happened. Um, I also had the thing about Sami Zayn and Aleister Black that was supposed to be on SummerSlam, so I'll skip that. Also, The Rock has officially retired, apparently. <laughs> Everyone always officially retires. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I mean, I saw that 
like I, I think he like announced it in some way, and also he's been moved to the alumni page finally. So whatever, I guess the rock's done now. Oh man. Uh, See you in three la- years when you need that <laughs> WrestleMania. Oh check. yeah, heck yeah. Um, last thing in news I have is Undertaker signed a lifetime deal with WWE. Whatever that means, I don't know. But if you think he's going to retire anytime soon, you're mistaking. He needs to. He's going to wrestle for he's going to wrestle for at least twenty more years. Oh, uh, the only piece of news I have is WWE unrelated, but NWA. Uh, the Billy Corgan, the lead singer for Smashing Pumpkins, is their booker. They have a TV deal coming up in October. Huh. And it's rumored to be TBS. Oh. Well, total beaver sundown. Total beaver sundown. Showdown. Yeah, showdown. Showdown. There we go. It's going to be a bunch of beavers fighting each other. I'm for it. Let's go. NWA. All right. You got any more news or rumors or anything like that? Um, I I have a rumor that... uh, all the Canadians are going to lose on SummerSlam card. <laughs> um, I don't think that's a rumor. That's almost a guarantee, it seems like. But but the last thing I have is it's basically a prediction. When The Fiend and Finn Balor have their match, what I think will happen is The Fiend will win. But do you know how Braun Strowman wasn't on the show last week? Yeah. The last time we saw him... He was being berated by Maria to be a monster again. That's so, good. I hope he comes back and attacks Bray Wyatt after the match, or at least gets face to face with him. I'm for it. That'd be a, that'd be a good next feud. Braun needs something, <laughs> and he's good at losing, so it'd be okay. But yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for tuning in. We're Please, here to show uh, the world. We are always here to show the world and uh i guess that'll never get old either nope i'm gonna make a twitter account for us soon do you want that on the the podcast no i don't care either way we're here to show the world